Welcome everyone to this episode of Shine Abroad. We have with us again Joanna Lucas, and today we are going to speak about hopes and fears while living abroad. Hi Adele, thank you for having me again. It's lovely to have you here. For those who didn't listen to Joanna's episode, we spoke about three cultures in one. So a space where she is Portuguese, married with an Indian husband and lives in the Emirates. I would recommend to listen to it because it's rich of endless amount of insights about living in five different countries, how approach changes, and also the experience of going back to his own country, Portugal, for a short period. But today we are here to speak about something slightly different, and I would love to start with a small question, but so meaningful somehow. What is your biggest strength? My biggest strength? I would say it's my resilience, which I have developed over the years. It, I, when I was younger, definitely it was not there because I didn't really have many struggles. As I mentioned in, in the other uh, episode, I always stayed in my house with my parents until I was 23. So I, I had everything taken care of. So, but after when I went abroad, you, you need to, to learn how to sometimes wait for the right opportunity. Uh, know the right person and wait uh, wait for the right time to to move sometimes uh, so i think resilience was the thing that kept me going and being patient it's such a great point like living abroad allow us to be outside the shelter so they protect the environment for our family and we need to learn things that we didn't that we didn't know before it's also nice to hear that you left your country when you were 23. So for those who are listening, please, if you are not 18 years old, you're still thinking to go abroad, don't think it's too late because this is not the case. What is your biggest vulnerability? I think it's, uh, I take myself too seriously. It's, I am a person who likes to have fun, but sometimes I am afraid to be ridiculed. Maybe because I have a, a past of, um, uh, depression so when it's, it's it's difficult for me to sometimes let go and have fun and be silly so that is my biggest vulnerability because it's stopping me from being having more happy moments in my life don't be afraid to be silly <laughs> don't be afraid to be silly is such a great advice I guess it's also very inspiring to hear that you struggle in the past with depression now you're here like successful, living abroad, married, soon to become mom. So it's something that I guess is important for us to reflect that the current situation that you might have in this moment of time doesn't mark you for the rest of your life. It might be just a temporary struggle. And what is your one word that represents you? I think empathetic. Um, and this can be a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes I, I feel like I, uh, sometimes I give myself too much, but other times it's, it's good to, you know, that you help someone by relating to them and trying to understand what they are feeling. They speak about it and uh, they end up feeling better. So that is a, a a thing I love about be empathizing with people and uh, meeting new people, 
I love people actually meeting them. Uh, so that would be my word that that I feel it represents me well. And have you always been empathetic, or is something that you learn while living abroad? I have always been uh, empathetic. I um, always try to connect to other people. Uh, just uh, before, I used to make more effort to try to connect with them and be friends with everyone. Uh, but now I learn you can be empathetic and still have your own personal space, which is more healthy, a more healthy way of living, being empathetic, but still save your personal space and energy for yourself. Otherwise, you are, I, in my experience, I end up being drained and then I, 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 I don't feel uh, I have energy for myself. So being empathetic, but still save the best for yourself. Thank you for sharing. I guess that is important to outline that sometimes we think that by giving without boundaries is, is, is being empathetic, but it, it's not because we need to be empathetic for ourselves as well. Today, we're going to speak about hopes and fears. And I know that you live in five countries and you have different experience and lesson learned for each of them. In your experience in Turkey, what was your biggest fears or realization and what was your hope? My experience in Turkey, um, you know, I, I always wanted to know Turkey. So that was uh, one of the reasons that made me go to that country. I didn't really explore what I was going to be doing in the internship. So maybe that was one of the reasons that made me uh, that experience, it was not as I expected. So I had to be three months in Turkey, but I felt it didn't go as I wanted. So that this is where I had to be really resilient because people were not speaking, don't speak much English. Uh, even I was lucky because uh, it was in Izmir. So, uh, and it was in a university context. Uh, so it was very open-minded. And in a way, later on, it, it was a very good experience for me because it was my first contact with a Muslim country, but very open-minded compared to where I am now in Dubai. So what will look like a failure at that point, now that I am here, I see it was very it was very good for me to go to Turkey. Maybe not the reasons that I wanted to transpire and be successful, that didn't happen, but many other uh, skills were developed and happened for me that were positive, but I was only able to see that later. So the, uh, these are the lessons that I, I learned from this experience is that uh, sometimes you cannot control the reality you, or you don't know what's going to happen when you, you cannot control all the factors when you move abroad, uh, like the environment and the people you are going to meet and the language they speak or the food. Um, you have to be consider all these things, uh, but even if you do, you might not be ready to to everything. And it this is it's not your fault. It's just uh, the way it is. And in my case, even I felt like I I failed. Um, now I see I didn't. It was a really good three months for me. Um, just the goals that I had didn't happen, but other things were 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 happening to me that were important. Thank you for sharing. What I'm hearing is that you had some goals, some expectation, but eventually that didn't become true, but you had 
far more learning from different perspective and actually what that experience gave you is very useful now that you are in Dubai. For people outside there, do they have an expectation for their experience abroad, for their internship, or perhaps for the company they are currently working for? And they see this expectation not becoming real. What advice or suggestion would you give? I, I think people, as I said, they have to understand uh, this is not their fault first, because even if we plan things very carefully, it, it can still not go the way we want it. This is just life. Uh, it happens. So while, for example, in my case, while this was happening to me and I was not having the, the experience I wanted, I decided to wrote myself a project uh, for, for that university. Uh, and I decided to also create a workshop for the students there in that university about how, to, how they could apply for European projects. So that, that was uh, good. I don't know later on if the project that I wrote was uh, applied or not, but uh, at least I was working on things that I thought were good for me, even that was not expected of me. I was working on myself and the things that I believe would, would, would be good for me. So I also, I had to find some motivation to continue while I was there. So that kept me going. It was not the ideal situation, but, uh, but it was still okay. Uh, it was good. I was, I was active. And in the end, it was good. I, I, love, I love Turkey. I went back to Turkey for holidays. Uh, it's a country that it's in my heart. Uh, so I, what was not so good experience in the beginning came up to be uh, great. That's great. That's beautiful to hear. Um, from what I'm hearing, there is also an aspect about being resilient. So being able to take action, even if the situation itself is not on our side. What can you tell us about this? Just uh, imagine if I couldn't, I always try to connect with people. And um, in, in Turkey, I, I was not able to speak in English with most of them. And I only had three months to learn the language, so it still was not enough. One, one big barrier for me, and it will be for everyone, is the language. Uh, if, you, if you cannot speak, if you cannot make yourself understood in another country, it, it's going to be a, a bit difficult. And I was only going to stay there for three months, so it was still not enough for me to develop, uh, to speak Turkish fluently. Uh, so I, I remember struggling with the language. One, one, one way that I decided to improve myself and uh, be resilient, go through this, that experience while I was there for those three months is that I uh, wrote um, a, a project for European Union between Portugal and that university where I was uh, working at the time. Also, I tried to explore the country on my uh, by my own, the, I I went outside. I was making sure I was not inside the house, thinking too much. I was experienced the food and the culture. Uh, later on, even my husband visited me, which was good because Turkey and Dubai is uh, it's pretty close. It's just uh, I would just recommend people not to focus so much on the expectations that they have, because those things we cannot control. Uh, so while you are there, uh, try to do what you can. And remember, everything is temporary. Uh, 
and later on other opportunity will come definitely so resilience is the key to sometimes you are in a situation that you don't like that will take you through out of that uh, without you suffering so much thank you for sharing what was your relationship at the time with hope I was just hoping uh, in the beginning, I hoped that those three months would go quickly because I was not having the result I wanted. But uh, later on, my perspective of being in Turkey changed because uh, uh, my hope, my hopes were fo was focused on what it shouldn't be focused. Uh, and I was not seeing the other positive things that were around me. Uh, sometimes we we need to distance ourselves to to see the the good aspects or, and circumstances that we are living in so that's what happened to me thank you for sharing Joanna. i guess for me aside resilience there is also hope that is this idea to connect our desire with the reality so try to be intentional in what we do and try to get that dream fulfilled because you know what I noticed with myself, but also with my clients, expectation met or unmet can bring frustration and can bring a form of resilience. But sometimes what is behind is also the the bigger goal, so our dreams and like the hope that we can have toward that. What were your hope while you were moving abroad? My hope was always become a better person than I was before from the, this experience because um, I think life it's all about moments and it, these these kinds of experiences uh, it's not about how much money you make and how big your house is or your car uh, it's all about having so many experiences that you can later tell to your family funny moments even sad moments that's what makes you so that definitely made the person I am today, and I'm really happy I, I collect so many moments. And in that sense, I, am, I feel very rich. That's beautiful. I have actually a similar experience here in the UK. I live in London, and my hope was to blend fully in the culture. So I have memories where I was trying to be less Italian with my accent to feel better in oh, I was trying to have friends from everywhere, but not Italians at the very beginning because I wanted to be in this place fully. And I guess that nowadays I cannot say that I'm fully integrated in the culture because I think it, it takes more than a few years. However, I felt and I still feel such a big love for London that made me understand that all the effort I made somehow helped me. And this hope was somehow the hidden drivers for all of this. And I have also funny memories, like try to like food or drinks that here they drink a lot, but I just cannot do it. But still I wanted to be here. Still I wanted to feel in. Still I wanted to fit in. Yes, I, I remember also when I traveled to, to UK, Cambridge first time, I remember arriving and I, I obviously I, I got the bicycle because there the people cycle a lot and I, I remember uh, going to a store and ask I didn't say please I because I came with my Portuguese 
personality and uh, very, not very good knowledge of English. I just said, I need you to fix my cycle. And he got so offended, you know, because now you know that you, you have to say things like, would you please fix my cycle? You know, <laughs> so I didn't understand that. That was a terrible moment, but now it's so funny now that I think about it. So I think I have to go back again to what I was saying. Just don't be afraid to be silly because th these things happen. That Sometimes that's how you learn, right? Yes, absolutely. That's the way you learn. What is now instead your best hope for the future? I have a few hopes for my future. One of them is that the COVID would go away because I... It really has restricted me in so many ways to see the people I love and going abroad, even to travel, right? People that like to go abroad like me also love to travel. Uh, it never gets old for me, so I'm not able to do that anymore. I also hope, I also think, uh, on the other hand, this virus brought new ways of working from home, and I personally uh, enjoyed it working from home, and the work is more flexible. And I hope maybe in future when I start going back to work, uh, uh, I could uh, write uh, write projects by telecommuting and working for some company uh, online, or maybe have my own business uh, because the internet is a blessing these days and COVID made that more uh, easy. I feel like uh, I am more productive at home because I, uh, even more than when I am in my workplace, I don't know if you feel the same, but... I can resonate with that, in particular in thinking of moms or moms-to-be. They can still have a career and be present for the child and avoid the commute, avoid many steps that can make going back to work more complicated. On the other side, I understand how internet and you know working remotely can open doors to many people. I'm thinking of, for example, so Indians that might be extremely skilled but might not be able to relocate abroad. Or all the people that struggle with the visa, now they could work for a company and from their own country and still being effective and create value where they are. Yes, actually, here in uh, in UAE, uh, some uh, there was a news recently that they are going to give start giving visas for people who telecommute, so they can work from home uh, or I believe other country, and uh, they would still have a visa because they work for a company here in Dubai, which I think is really good. It's um, it's one of the examples of this how this country is so high tech giving these kinds of opportunities. I, in my opinion, I think it's great. And yes, because I'm, I will be soon a mom and uh, I, I believe it would be an advantage for me to stay at home because I will be able to have the, the best of the two worlds, right? I could work and I could still be with uh, my child. And uh, it's a win-win situation, but this is my, my opinion. At personal level is that, what's your hope? I always like uh, renewable energies. This is just at personal level. Always would like to have a self-sustainable house with a small garden and a small farm and renewable energies where I could live and work maybe part-time writing some projects. Uh, so this is my hope and I, you can call it also my dream <laughs> for the future. And uh, I 
Uh, also regarding the people who are listening, I really hope this has an impact in their lives. This episode that sometimes things don't go the way we want to, but there is always a flow. And I think we should trust life and what the universe is trying to bring to us and don't think too much. My hope is that people also would commute more often. I think it's a great experience. It doesn't have to be definitive, but that is, it's always a good experience. And I hope I can inspire some people to, to take that leap of faith. Yeah, I guess living abroad is actually a leap of faith. And sometimes it's needed for us to develop and to learn and to also understand the person we want to become. Connected to this, to the worries and things that might not go in the way that we want, what is the big worry you had that never came true? I remember coming back uh, uh, from this experience in Turkey. And at that point, I was feeling like I had failed miserably because things didn't happen the way I expected. Um, I was very hard on myself. So sometimes I always try to remind myself of a, a, a quote of uh, Samuel Beckett. He's an Irish uh, writer. He says something like, uh, ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again fail again, fail better. I really like the last part of fail better because it means um, you are trying. So there is no, failure is not really a thing. It's just the lesson uh, that you should take with you and try again, try, try, try again and fail better. My biggest worry in the end never became real. I never failed. I just learned. That's beautiful. And I guess it's an encouragement to all the people that are listening in this moment to try to see our failure more as a lesson learned rather than something connected to us. And still, I want to say that mistakes are normal. All of us made some mistakes, but we are not a failure because of the mistakes we made or perhaps the expectation that we had had not been met. What is the one recommendation will you give to yourself of 10 years ago i would tell i would have told myself that this might work or it might not work but if you don't try you will never know and if even if it doesn't work uh, it won't last forever because everything is temporary and uh, i i'm trying i was trying my best so i would say to myself not to be afraid <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. And Joanna, for people that might want to get in touch with you, how they can do so? They can uh, approach me on my email. Uh, it's Joanna Lucas, 2010. I believe we can leave it on the description box. Yes, we will. Is anything else that you would like to add before closing? Yes, just I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be here and uh, thinking that uh, the, my experience of life could inspire and motivate someone. It makes me really happy. So I'm grateful you gave me this platform to, to do it. And I hope I wish all the best for your podcast and your career and uh, life. Thank you. I do think that you have such an interesting and dynamic story moving different countries we're speaking about five countries find your direction getting married developing your career is something so unique that can inspire many many people 
Thank you for being here with us today and speak next week.